0: You may please sit down on earth in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank God for today. This is our year of exceeding grace and glory. This year, God's glory shall decorate you, God's grace shall promote you, God will make you excel, He will distinguish you by grace and decorate you by glory. By the end of this year, your testimony shall be very big. God has started already and he will complete what he has begun. Your lives are beautiful. Amen. People shall look at you and can't recognize you. Hallelujah. God shall put laughter in your mouth. Don't look at what you are going through right now. Jesus is still on the throne. He will come through for you. There's hope for a tree. There's more hope for you. If trees have hope, then you have more hope. You can't give up so soon. The Lord is on your side. Say that I me, mean, I'm more than a conqueror. In all things. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Our theme for this month also is raising a godly family. Raising a godly family. The reason is that all well, the major areas God imparts grace or favor to us is through family. Through family. Hallelujah. And... You discovered last week, I showed you last week that God made us for family. God made us for family. He made Adam and said, it's not good for you to be alone. I'll make you a helper. We all need help sometimes in our lives. Amen. This is not just marriage, but society. You need help. You need somebody to help you sometimes. And God called Abraham and God called his family Go to a place I will show you. And God used Abraham as a point of contact to be a blessing to families. Genesis 12 verse 1 to 3. Out of you shall all families of the earth be blessed. So God's target is the family. It's not good to be alone. God told Abraham. Genesis two verse 18. It's not good for you to be alone. I'll make you a helper. A companion that fits you. So we need companions in life. We need friends in life. We need family in life. It's not good to be alone. The book of Ecclesiastes at 4 verse 9 to verse 12. We are told that two are better than one. Two are always better than one. And a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Amen. A threefold cord is not quickly. So we need to have a family. And the best family is a church family. We have a spiritual family in... Um, and the physical or earthly family. We have a spiritual or heavenly family, which is the church. Ephesians 3 verse 14 to 15. We have the heavenly family, which is a spiritual family, which is the church. And we have the earthly family, which comprises of you and I. The spiritual family starts from earth and continues and ends in heaven. So it's better. The earthly family ends with death. When you die, you part from your physical family. But with the spiritual family, death cannot even part us we transit we transition from here into heaven and we continue there so if i were you i would stick to the spiritual family much better much much more than just the earthly family even though the earthly one too is very good amen galatians 6 verse 9 10 says that if i have anything to give i must prioritize and consider the church family first Galatians 6, 9 to 10. If you want to give something, the Bible says that, give to all, but especially those who are in the household of faith, the family of faith. So if I have anything to give to the world, first of all, I'll consider the church family first. First of all, the church must be a priority. Hallelujah. Now, in our church, we have certain structures placed to enable you to connect to the family very well. And the basic structure of our church is a cell system the cell system our family is a cell it's the cell the home cell that is where we relate better so if you're in a church locate where our church members meet in your area and connect to the church family amen when you believe you must belong when you believe you must belong so you believe in jesus christ fine belong to the church family, the family of God, where we all meet and share all things in common. Hallelujah. When something happens to you, it is those close to you who can help you. So, locate your church family and belong very well, not haphazardly. Do everything in scriptures and may God bless you for that. The early church had home churches, called home cells, and I gave you scriptures to that effect. Corinthians 4 verse 15. A church in a home. Amen. So our home churches are called she forts. They are also called home cells. You must locate one. Just in case one day you need some help. They can come to your aid and comfort you. Hallelujah. Now apart from the home cell, we have ministries in the church that you can connect to. Join a ministry. Singers, ushers, sanctuary keepers. That's the second level. You must also join. So you can be known and know people hallelujah the third level is our bible study groups where we meet together and you know have come to church we divide we us into bible study groups you must learn to be part of it don't run away you learn the bible and you also connect around a family hallelujah and the fourth obviously is our church gathering we meet like this A big family we meet to worship the lord hallelujah now earthly family can be raised. How do we raise an earthly family? The book of Genesis 2, verse 18, it's not good that you should be alone. You must have a helper. Every man or woman must if you want to marry, you must have somebody, you can say, this is my companion. God made us for companionship. So, you, at any point in time, decide to to marry. Chapter 24 of Genesis 2, for this cause a man shall leave his father and his mother and the two um, shall be joined together, they shall become one flesh. So, living, joining, and becoming one flesh. Therefore, shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. So, you must live. It means that if you are a man, you must be a fully grown man. In your spirit spiritual growth is important spiritual growth is measured by how much of God's weight you have how much of God's love you express amen how much of God's weight that, that drives your life so you must be spiritually matured a spiritually matured man amen people marry and their babies in Christ when there's a crisis they don't know how to handle it they don't know God's weight you need God's word to control your married life yeah so, so you, you have to be very spiritual. Be a spiritually minded mature person. For this type of a man, a man shall live. A man that means fully matured man shall live. matured spiritually. Matured mentally. You must be a mature mentally. There are babies who are marrying. There are boys who are marrying. That's why we have problems in marriages. They are boys. Their mentality is so low, they can't think far deep. Small problems, and they are running away from the marriage. Amen we must be matured mentally be a deep thinker as a man and as a woman there are girls who are marrying and it creates problems in society they don't know how to think through problems because they are not matured in their mentality so we are boys and girls who are marrying so we are problems by all means so be matured mentally intellectually be matured It's so important be matured emotionally too if you are a man and your emotions are not matured you just see any woman you want to sleep with. You can't hold your emotions. You are not much sure in your emotions. Any woman you see, you want to have a time with because there's no boundary to your emotions. It's going free. It's going free. You see a fat woman, you want. You see a tall woman, you want. A slim woman, you want. A fair woman, you want. A black African black woman, you want. Anybody that thought that crosses your way, you look and you want. I, I chanced on... Um, a whatsapp uh, clip children will be interviewed about what they want and what they want god to do for them but one small boy seven years old he said eh, my problem is in my same, in my same. I mean, women's problems seven years old true what well, are you sure it's women's problems seven year old and my same why is that so he said feeling when i see women me not feeling i have feeling me feeling i say me feeling i feel seven-year-old boy so if at seven years old he's feeling then at 20 years old no feeling by what he'll be he'll be enjoying it if you are a man please get up the loins of your body amen and let me use a very nice way try and um padlock your kwasasa hijack it padlock it but short sure, emotionally otherwise you have problems when you marry amen if you're a woman to zip Zip it up, close it up. It's a holy place. Hallelujah. Don't lose yourself. Don't be anybody anyhow. Any man comes, the gate is open for stupid man open. Foolish man open. Senseless man open. Um, you become a cheap commodity. Like Asana. You know Asana. Yes. Any, anybody comes and he wants to taste of you. Amen. Are hear you hearing me? I'm um, close up and be a dignified woman. To the glory of God's wonderful name. Amen. Amen. For this cause, a man shall live. So you must live. Be an independent man. That means that if you reach a, the age of marriage, you must separate from your parents. Don't be living in the family house when you are thirty years, forty years, still looking for mother's food to eat. Me, your mother, what are you going to do in my mother's your mother's house? Opening lids, opening pans what has mommy prepared for you when you grow become independent if you can't take care of yourself financially you can't do so either for second person so you must take care of yourself amen if you are a man dress your room well we must come and inspect, inspect your room and see how your room is like whether your room has several things inside jammed cramped smelly your socks lying everywhere your shoe lying in a place no clean. You don't sweep. You sweep once, once a year. You mop once a year. Your whole room looks dirty, cluttered, and you want to marry. You don't have personal grooming. Even your armpit is not shaved. So how do you expect to marry? Take care of yourself. Take care of your, your personal self. Then when somebody else comes, you can take care of the person. It's so very important. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, in marriage there are roles we play there are two major roles we play today we shall major on the first rule the rule of the women hallelujah but in Ephesians 5 verse 21 to 25 let's read it shortly and I will explain submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God then wives submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord for the husband is the head of the wife even as Christ is the head of the church any savior of the body okay therefore as the church is subject unto christ so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything verse 25 says husbands love your wives even as christ also love the church and gave himself for it amen now you discover two major roles over here the first row is that the woman should submit herself to the husband as her head Second row is that the man should love the wife as Christ loved the church. Now, but before these rules I mentioned, we have a major common ground for both parties. In verse 21, it says that submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. In the fear of God. In other words, irrespective of marriage, both man and woman, before they get married, they must submit to each other as brothers and sisters, as a brother and a sister. In other words, so before the wife submits, she must be submitting already. There are things you do before marriage, and you must understand that. Now, Genesis 2, verse 24 25. Again, let me come back to that place and then I come to this place again. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh these are three angles three angles the first one angle is what you leave second angle is you cleave third angle is you become one flesh this is the formula for marriage you leave that is Independence and then what you cleave, that is joining that is a that's a blessing okay you are blessed to cleave and then you become one flesh that is a sex sexual union now unfortunately people have changed the whole thing the formula People live and they become one flesh before they join. That is why we have several problems today. People come to the altar, but before they come to the altar, they have already what consummated the relationship in sex. So it creates problems. And when you marry before uh, you really marry, hmm? when you marry before you marry, you have problems. The formula is that you live, you join, and you become one flesh. But we are people who live and they become one flesh before they join. And that is why people marry today and next day they are breaking. Because you see, when you marry outside the world, which is light, then it is you are in darkness. God's word is the light. So if you do within the light, you have no problem. In darkness, you marry a spirit being. When you have sex before marriage, you engage in what we call spiritual contracts, spiritual covenants. So when you marry, see that, you marry. But there's somebody in the relationship that the taste first, face, unseen being invisible being, that details affairs. One lady came to me and said, Pastor, anytime you want to have an affair, they are married, okay? Married. There's a man between us. There's a man between us. He did very well to impregnate the wife. No seed came. No seed. Because anytime you want to have seed, excuse me to use this word, uh, the kwasasa died. The man who died. He could never have an erection. But after that, outside, erection would come. But within the context of marriage, no erosion. Because of certain things that may have happened before he got married, he contracted several other women before getting married. So all those issues became a problem. So never ever engage in premarital sex. You cause problems for yourself. It's so dangerous. People marry today, the next one year or two, they are breaking the relationship. Several factors may come to play, but basically sexual problems premarital problems creating marital sexual problems is dangerous so please maintain yourself close up if you cannot contain the period of courtship then when you marry you can contain when a woman is pregnant ninth month when she delivers you don't have sex after delivery certain three weeks three months you must contain If you can't contain, the patient within this time. I guess when you marry, you won't be able to contain. You play extra. Extra. So keep yourself. Brothers, young men, keep yourselves. I thank God that by the grace of God, I'm not boasting. Some may not have had it as I had it. But by the grace of God, the first time I saw beauty, I saw beauty was our wedding night. I saw beauty. I saw beauty was the wedding night. And that picture is still there in my mind. It's still there. To the glory of God, have you had any sex a woman apart from my wife? And very soon be 30 years old in marriage. It's so important. It's so important. And if you give me the next opportunity, I'll marry her over and over again. Look, what do you want? What do you want? Women are beautiful. Women are nice. They are the same. Except their, their faces are different. But the internal organs and everything are the same. So why go here and go there? So we create problems. So let us take to the Bible formula. A man shall live and shall join and shall become one flesh. Okay. Now let's go, verse 25. 25 says that. And they were both naked. The man and his wife So you don't become naked before you become a wife. The man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. So you become naked only in the context of what man and wife, husband and wife. So sisters, don't become naked before anybody you are married to. I'm talking now. You are too nice to become naked before a stupid man who doesn't have control. You are too beautiful. You lose something you won't get again. Your self dignity. Your self-worth. Your self-respect. You give it to him, he's gone. I realized that when women give themselves to men for marriage, okay, later on, the man doesn't work. The man gets what he wants and until now he's gone. But if you can starve him for the whole period, let him come and do the engagement and bless you, then he will appreciate you. Most men will play around until they want a virgin to marry. Once you are loose and you give yourself to him, He will know that you are loose so i'm going to another person they want people who are tight who say no to wedding night and don't use sex to get somebody He will leave you one day many women are using sex as a bait to get the men if you do that he will leave you he will leave you so never ever dare don't do that when you do that you contract a second husband unseen husband who can be dealing with the marriage even when you're married you have problems in marriage. Now Ephesians chapter 5 again. 5 Ephesians verse 21. It says that what submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. So before you marry, submit to each other, brother and sister. If your husband says something sensible, say submit to him. If your wife says something sensible, submit to her. Submit to each other's views and opinions. Before the woman submits, she must submit him. Submission is for both parties. Both man and woman submit to each other in the fear of god the fear of god is the basis for submitting to each other because i fear god i won't slap my wife hello the fear of god will not make me abuse her uh, physically verbally the fear of god is what holds a relationship if i fear god i won't slap her look into a beautiful eyes and slap her no if you fear god you won't insult your husband so the fear of god is actually what makes marriages work For what you did, I would leave you and go, but I fear God. Ah, ah. For what you said to me, I have given you a very beautiful slap, but I fear God. So the fear of God factor is what restrains you from doing the wrong thing. The fear of God factor—that factor—is so crucial. Yeah. Then in verse twenty-two it says, word wives submit yourselves unto your own, not somebody's husband." your own. When you go to the office, the office is a special place. Don't marry in the office. You can treat your office boss. Some go a long way to kiss their boss's lips. You serve your boss tea. He said, give me tea. You serve. He said, come and uh, lace my shoe. You lace. Is it part of your duty as a secretary? Job discretion. Was it written inside there? You should lace your boss's uh, shoes and kiss his lips. Is it part that you put your, you put suit on him and put a tie on him and open the zipper for him? So, look at your own husband and do for your own husband what he deserves. Ask unto the Lord. So, it's like your submission is like to the Lord, not to him per se. It means your husband is the Lord of the relationship. Do you see what Jesus Christ? Do you, you love the Lord? You love your husband the same way. Amen. Your husband's the head of the union. Verse 23. So he's your head. If there are two heads, there'll be problems. Let the husband dictate the pace of the marriage. If you try to take his place, there'll be problems. So let your husband be the husband. Support him to lead. But don't try to replace him. There will be problems. Amen. Are you following me? It's so important. Every wife must submit. First Peter 3, verse 1, coming down first peter 3 verse 1 and it says that likewise be wise be in subjection to your own husbands against your own not someone's husband some people can submit to their pastors more than their husbands it's bad can submit the the pastor tells you everything he tells you you do lie down and you are doing but your husband says lie down and you don't lie down it happens you'll be surprised in some churches you'll be surprised You'll be surprised. The pastor has more access to the wife's body than the husband. Amen. To all husbands, that if any obey not the word, they also may, without the word, be won by the conversation of the wife. Your lifetime must win your husband's heart. You can lose him or win him. How do you win him? By your conversation, by your manner of life, by your conduct. You can win your husband by your your submission. So, take note. You can lose him or win him. How do you win him? You win him by your character, by your submissiveness. There's two. Very fast, there's two. What they behold, your chaste conversation coupled with fear, reverence. No man will sell his respect for anything. They want reverence. They want reverence. Hallelujah. Verse three. Whose adorning, let it not be that outward adorning of plaiting the hair and of wearing of gold or of putting on of apparel but let it be the hidden man of the heart, in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and a quiet spirit, of a quiet spirit, meek and what, a quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God of great price. Now, two kinds of beauty I mentioned here. We have outward beauty, which is plating the hair, wearing of chains, gold, and then and so on and so forth. We have inward beauty, which is what? Having a meek and quiet spirit, submissiveness. And having a quiet spirit this is what God wants God stresses the inward quality the inward beauty which is of great price in his sight unfortunately we have many women today who stress on the outside more than the inside oh the Brazilian hair the long nails the long nails the fascia it's not bad he's not saying don't wear chain don't wear gold don't play but I say that focus on the inward beauty submissiveness Meekness, quietness of spirit. Oh, I want a Peruvian air, Mexican air. You can cook at home, your Peruvian hair. Your nails cannot wash dishes too long. You can lay bed, and you want the man to love you. Be submissive. Be submissive. Be submissive. Proverbs 21, verse 19. Very fast, I'll end very soon. It says that. It is better to dwell with in the wilderness than with a contentious and an angry woman. If you are a contentious woman, a eh, very stubborn woman, quarrelsome, it is better than the, for the man to be in the wilderness. The wilderness is the place where there are wild animals. Ferocious beings, the ferocious, ferocious beasts. The python, the lion, they are there. But the man can manage it better than you. He can manage the lion fairly. He can manage the python but when he comes home he can manage you you meet him at the gate look at the time you are coming home where from you 10 o'clock 11 o'clock where are you coming from and you keep nagging 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 it is better to dwell in the wilderness it's dangerous there the man will manage the prostitutes that's dangerous the girls he managed them than a contentious and an angry woman nagging woman. The man will go leave you at 5 o'clock AM and come back at 11 PM only to sleep and go back again. Because you are too quarrelsome. Your heart is hard. Verse 9 of 21, verse 9. Better to dwell in the corner of a house top than in a house share with a contentious woman. A white house. See, the man, See a man may be like a spider. A spider at the corner. Top, you go and perch there alone than to live with you in a white house. So, woman, you must submit yourself. When a man speaks one, you are speaking two. He speaks five, you are speaking twenty. He speaks ten, you are hundred. Small problem. The whole house is hearing. Everybody is hearing. Oh now. what? FM. Peace FM. The whole world knows of your problems. Titus two, three to four. It says that. Let's let's start from verse one. Titus two, verse one coming. But speak down the things which become sound doctrine. Verse two. That the aged men be sober, grave, temperate, sound in faith, in charity, in patience, continue. That the aged women likewise, that they be in behavior as becoming holiness, not false accusers, not giving to too much wine. He said, I was at a funeral and I saw women drinking. Hey, beer, be goodness. Mm, well, teachers of good things, verse 4. That they may teach the young women to be sober, I hear me to love their husbands. To love their children, verse five, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, eh? good, obedient to your own husbands, and the word of God be not blasphemed. Your character can make people blaspheme God's word. You alone, be a homekeeper. You know, homekeeping, you must learn to cook. Today, people don't want to cook bangkok. Their man wants bangkok. Prepare it, he wants for food. Now, people don't want to pound again, so at least there's need for food. Do it. But your loneliness, your loneliness, don't help you to stay there. You must be a homekeeper. Say homekeeper. Some marriages say when you go there, papaya is what all they do. Morning papaya, afternoon papaya, evening papaya, weekend Papa Papaya marriage. Hello. Learn to cook. Be a homekeeper. My wife. Is a nice woman she's everything to me homekeeper secretary gardener Mention them my assistant at home she taught me how to type editor cook home is sweet amen every place you come is neat from the from the bedroom to the hall every place you come is one thing i like about her neatness she has from a whatsapp page for the children so without talking she gives them jobs your job is this WhatsApp page. without talking <laughs> what they get they don't know what to do you know who to take the baller who clean what WhatsApp. what's up i thought it was talking but now it has graduated into WhatsApp. so all the children don't know what to do you go to WhatsApp today you are sleeping down the mango tree you are taking care of the whole and running things very well please um, let's trust the inward beauty and let's be keepers of home keep your home nice love your husband, love your children and the marriage shall be very sweet humble yourself wise, you see great things happen, I wish you all the best of marriage you can make it you can make it in Jesus name, hallelujah please turn your feet right now say thank you Lord for your word thank you Jesus for your word Hallelujah. If there's a woman by you, tell the woman be submissive. If there's a man by you, tell a man zip your kwasasa. Hallelujah. Close the place. Hallelujah. Little two hands up. Let's thank God. Let's give him praise. Thank you, Jesus. I gave you glory. Shandobo Thank you so much for your word. We give you praise. We thank you. We adore you. Lord be exalted, Lord, be magnified, be glorified. We thank you, so much. we give you glory, Lord, as we honor you. Is that to answer the Lord? We give you glory. We commend you right now. As we
1: Welcome to Love Media Services. Thank you for taking time to listen to this word. We trust that as you listen to the word, Christ shall be formed in you and you shall be built up to obtain your God-given inheritance. God bless you. Welcome to Love Media Services. Thank you for taking time to listen to this word. We trust that as you listen to the word, Christ shall be formed in you and you shall be built up to obtain your God-given inheritance. God bless you. This has been a Love Media Services presentation for Love Community Chapel. For more information on how to receive this or any other messages, please call 021-231-017. You can locate Love Community Chapel at Bubuashi, Ogo Road, adjacent AMA. You can join us in any of our three services on Sundays at 6.15, 8 and 10 AM. God richly bless you.